Happy New Year, everyone. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast. I see you. I appreciate you. It honestly means so much. I have big plans for the Love Buzz this year. Lots of fun and interesting chats planned with all different types of people on all different topics. If there is anything in particular, though, that you'd like to hear about, don't be shy. Reach out to me at Ceremonies by Claire on Instagram or Facebook and let me know. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Okay, so today's episode is a goodie. I chat to the lovely duo behind the photography and videography business Ring and Veil, otherwise known as Eve and Joe. We chat about their business, what they love about shooting weddings, how they find working together whilst being a married couple themselves, and also get into a bit about Eve's recent diagnosis with ASD and how it affects everyday life and how she and Joe manage it and also how they've found the lovely connections with the couples that book them in through them being so open about this. A quick disclaimer, there is a couple of moments in the recording that are a tiny bit gurgly, for lack of a better word. You'll get it when you hear it, but honestly, those parts don't last too long. It's only a few short moments uh, and you can still hear what they're saying. So stick with us in those moments. Um, But I absolutely loved this chat with Eve and Joe. They're one of my fave photographers to work with. So much fun and a big fan of their work. And I think you're really going to enjoy this chat and just enjoy their whole vibe as I absolutely do. So let's get into it. Oh, hey, welcome to the Love Buzz podcast, a place where we talk about all things love, relationships, weddings, marriage, and everything that comes along with being in that love buzz feeling, the good, the bad, the awkward and hilarious, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire Mick from Ceremonies by Claire. I'm a marriage celebrant, MC, and lover of love and banter. Think of me as your hype girl, your sidekick, here to bring you the tips, tricks, and stories to both entertain you and help you as you plan your wedding and your relationship beyond the I do's. I'm so excited you're here, so grab a drink, come hang with me, and let's get buzzed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Love Buzz podcast. I'm so excited that I'm joined today by Ring and Vale, otherwise known as Eve and Joe, who are Perth's amazing photographers and videographers, and I'm so excited to talk to them about so many different things. But first of all, welcome, Eve and Joe. How are you? Hi. Really good. Thank you for having us. Thanks. What a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having us. I was really excited. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited too. You're um definitely one of my favorite photographers duo to work with. And um, I always have lots of fun working with you. So very excited to have a chat now. Oh, thank you. Thanks. So before we, really we get into, love- what was that? Sorry. I was going to say, we really love working with you too. Awesome. I always know it's going to be like super chill if we see Yay. you. So I know. It's really fun. I love, I think I've only emceed with you guys once, but it was really fun to be able to hang out all night. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can just give everyone a bit of info about your business, um, you know, why you got into photography, photographing weddings, all of that, and kind of why you love it, why you keep doing it. Yeah, I think I'll start this one off. Um, Eve has been doing photography for much, much longer than I have. So I think since she was still in uni, doing it on the side, 
then when we started dating, I started, I was doing something completely different. So not even, I wouldn't even say it's creative, but I would tag along on weekends, help her out. Then over time, I started falling in love, you know, seeing people celebrate love. Um, like seeing other other people's love through Eve's lenses, like so, it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's it's why I mainly got into it. Yeah, I just I just asked him to come along for free, really. <laughs> <laughs> free labor, love it. Free, just free labor. labor. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think yeah, it's pretty much how we started. I um used to be in graphic design and advertising, and then had a really bad. I was really. I think burnt out from just doing work and then weddings on the weekend. I wasn't really taking weddings um quite seriously then. Um so I just quit my, my job and everything. Took a one I think one or two years mental health break. Had a bit of a time to just find things that I like and do things that I didn't really get to do. Um yeah, and then I think when I came back trying to find work, it was around COVID and and I had to think if like we really wanted to go back into weddings and yeah, I figured we always, both of us anyway, always had fun together. And I, I think we were both really passionate about relationship and marriage because I guess being in our relationship wasn't the easiest thing. Like yeah. most, most relationships anyway, there's ups and downs. So yeah, I think we were just really passionate about that and we wanted to, you know, do that through our jobs and our careers as well. Amazing. Actually, I remember when I first met you at, uh, I think it was Danny and Dean's wedding. Shout out to them. Yeah. A couple oh, well. of years ago. And I said to you, Eve, I was like, obviously just making a shit dad joke. I was like, so who's ring? Who's veil? And you were like, oh, <laughs> actually, both of me. He works for me. And I was like, yeah, girl, get it. <laughs> I remember that exchange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're going to get along like- just fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know, like, that wasn't even, even the name that I came up with. Like, Joe just made it up, made it up randomly and it ended up really being a pretty good name. So we just stuck with it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. We no, still get asked it. to this day and we're like, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're both ringing bells. So. Both ringing bells. Because <laughs> like, no. I got a promotion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. <laughs> so it's a partnership now, <laughs> not free labor. It is, yeah, it literally is. it is, actually it is, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And when did you get married yourselves? Because that was, was it fairly recently or during COVID times? Uh... Um, we did a registry signing thing. Uh, so it was a tiny ceremony during the peak of COVID. That was in June 2020. Yeah. But we had like a much bigger celebration with family and friends. No, it was twenty twenty one, babe. Twenty twenty one. Oh. No, we got married twenty twenty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, then we got we we did the biggest celebration in October twenty twenty one. So, a bit over a year later. So, so we can have family and friends, and that that was a that was a fun time, pretty much. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Like we had the, I think we delayed it because. Um, it was around COVID time and we were like, oh, it's a good excuse to just do a quick, you know, elopement and then save a bit more money for the larger one, which was kind of a blessing in disguise, to be honest. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was what we did. Um, but I think even though we delayed it, like during our wedding, the big one, we, it was like during that weird time where like all the states were locked down as well. So, like, we had friends that we wanted to invite from over east and they ended up not being able to come. So, yeah, 
but it was a really good time i think yeah yeah we, we didn't i feel like we didn't regret doing the big one i think like it's it's different in its own way to do like a small one and then the larger one as well after so they both have their pros and cons i think yeah yeah for sure was your bigger one did you have another kind of ceremony of some sort or was it purely just like you had the big party reception vibes for the big one we did ceremony but we obviously we've done all the legal bits so we just got her brother-in-law to do the proceeding so like our story that kind of thing and there yeah. was like it was a christian ceremony so we had a bit of worship as well we had a, some bits like bits of reading from the bible because uh we found that um that that time when we wanted to have the biggest ceremony the bigger wedding we wanted to do our personal vows because we didn't we didn't get to do it yeah we saved the it first time too. yeah so we found that it was really important that we have that ceremony in front of our surrounded by our family and friends you know yeah. promising stuff to each other so yeah so we yeah. saved the like Beautiful. really personal promises for for the big wedding pretty yeah. much so yeah yeah nice was it hard to figure out what you wanted to do because obviously you witness so many other people's weddings and you see it kind of done you know a hundred different ways was it hard to then choose what you wanted um no I think I think because like I've always been the kind of person where I I feel like I've always been the person that just knows what she wants but I guess like working in weddings it does help because you kind of see like a whole bunch of different stuff. So you see the traditional stuff and you kind of see the stuff that could go wrong and the <laughs> things that like people spend money on, but then it doesn't really, it doesn't really like doll gifts, for example, One was one of them, like people will spend money on doll gifts and most of the time people bring them home and just chuck them in a drawer and not really, you, you know, not use them, them, stuff like that. So I think when it came to our wedding, I was yeah, I was quite decisive, I think, with a lot of things. Um, also because I was super busy, so I was just like, I'm just gonna make a decision and just, you know, yeah. go with it. Nice. Um, but yeah, we did we did make sure to put lots of our stuff that we we really liked that was us and not really do things by the book, really. Yeah, so we had our cats there. <laughs> um, I know. I, I love, love how did that work for cats because obviously I see dogs at weddings a lot but talk me through how that worked <laughs> to have your cats and where where the venue was that kind of thing yeah so it was at John Oldham Park um it was it's a park it's right in the middle of the city but um we used like a the foresty bit which is not really a main area of the park um and we had our cats come down for I think right before because we did we did a first look beforehand and then had our cats brought in for um the for, just for some photos some family portraits um oh gosh, and then we brought them straight so to much. the ceremony so <laughs> were they all late? so mean? my no 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 so like one of our cats the one that's not really good outdoors or being held he was in this like invisible back uh invisible luggage looking thing it was a clear luggage yeah that had holes in it so they can obviously see through it yeah breathe in it so it's like completely clear like an acrylic one so he was just sitting in there and he was sitting at the front with like where the the groomsman would stand pretty much so he was standing at the front and then i had my white so my rag doll she got um she got carried in by my my bridesmaid pretty much yeah 
down the aisle. So she's pretty good. She's okay being carried anywhere. So um, yeah, that was pretty cute. I definitely need photos of I was just, I just wanted the cats. Like <gasps> I, the only thing I was picky about was like, I want my cats there. Like I don't care about anything else. Just get the cats there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's really cool. I've never heard of um, yeah, the cats being involved in the ceremony. So you definitely have to send me some photos through so that I can share them because they sound <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. How good! And so obviously working together. You're kind of together all the time. I'm assuming like editing together, actually at weddings together. How does that go as a married couple being in each other's grill all the time? What's the kind of pros and cons? Pro, because I am a very, like, I'm a very physical person. So I, I love, absolutely love being around you all the time. But, you know, there comes a point where you're like, oh man, I need my own space. So we actually like some weeks maybe off peak wedding season we roster in days where we do our own thing yeah apart from each other where we meet our, meet our own set of friends we go do our own thing like our own spa day kind of thing yeah nice. I think well when it's busy we don't really get to do that as much but um I think when we first like since the start of us dating we've always been like in each other's spaces anyway <laughs> so we've, we we kind of started off like that and so it wasn't really hard to be around each other all the time but I think like I guess the pros is like it's nice to be able to just hang out you know with yeah, your partner and your friend, yeah. just doing fun oh. stuff together but then I think I think the cons is also like balancing that and you kind of have to sometimes just draw a line and realize that hey this is still work and we still kind of got to get stuff done yeah <laughs> um so yeah I think I think it's a bit of a a double-edged sword in a way you know you, it's it's good in its own way so yeah I think yeah I think that's what I, what I love about it yeah cons will probably be like communicating with each other is really hard <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I think as well it's already it's hard right in a relationship <laughs> That extra layer of, I mean, I'm sure that you probably go into a, a bit of a different work mode sometimes when you're together at weddings, but it's still, you know, if one of your colleagues, for example, said something in a particular way, you'd be like, oh, whatever. But I feel like if your partner says something, you'd be like, how dare you? Like, yeah. <laughs> <is> that <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's it hits different. Like. That's exactly how we feel. Yeah. There's, there's more weight to it because obviously, you know, you're more vulnerable around them. Yeah. Kind of thing, so. <laughs> You think so because like I think we're both different in the sense that Joe's more like sensitive to I guess the social cues and everything and I I'm pretty good at like separating like if it's work I can just like zone in and be like work mode yeah um whereas Joe's probably be he he's probably more like all like the personal and the work it's more fluid I guess yeah but I think that's one thing we had to learn being together we realize that I guess without us being a couple and being being together I think that's probably what our vibe is in general in our branding and that's why people book us and so I think at some point we really had to be like hey it doesn't really matter like at the core of it we should always treat it as us first before work mode yeah so it all stems from that and I think that's what we've been kind of 
kind of learning over the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that we're a couple nice. first and foremost. Husband, husband you know? and wife first. We're, we're married first and foremost before yeah. like the business and before <laughs> all this other stuff. So Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And I think it's really cool. I see a lot of, you know, photographers that are or photographer and videographer combos where they are a couple. Because the wedding industry is obviously very much different hours it's on weekends so if you're with someone that has a normal job you kind of got opposite schedules so like I definitely find that as well I'm like see you later I'll uh, see you on Monday <laughs> but yeah so I think that would be amazing to be able to have a similar schedule and then you know in kind of off peak season you've kind of got the same downtime as well which yeah. is cool. pretty much yeah and we can go on holiday holidays are a little bit easier to plan that way so. I think so and speaking of holidays, yeah, you've got Japan is. coming up very soon. Your delayed honeymoon, hey? I know. Yeah, that's yeah. in six days. So like, it's been, delayed. it's long overdue. So yeah. I reckon we deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're excited. But yeah, very excited. Yeah, Eve has been planning most of it and stuff. Sorry? Sorry, is it a month you're going away for? About a month, I think. 20 25 days. days. 25 days? Yeah. Epic. I did most of the planning, so it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit last minute, but um, scrambled here and there, and then one one thing turned to another. But I'm very excited. I have a lot planned. I love that you say it's last minute, but I'm pretty sure. Did you print out some kind of itinerary booklet? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Oh I saw on your Instagram. I did. Please tell so everyone about that. that. Because that is hilarious. I, it, started off, it started off as an Excel sheet, all right? And then I like, couldn't change. I couldn't change the color of something that I wanted in the Excel sheet. And it was so ugly. So I couldn't take it. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to design. Like, I don't even know why I spent all my time, like, trying to, trying to do it in an Excel sheet. Because I don't know how to use Excel that well. So I was like, you know, I'm training graphic design. I just went on to the, like, on the, like, the publishing actual like publishing software and I was like you know I'm just going to design one from scratch because it's how I'm probably I probably know the program better than anything else and I'll be more comfortable so it like led from excel to a full-blown booklet and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna put like do this <laughs> properly because I'm this far in already <laughs> and, then, and then like it let, like it went to like I'm gonna put hyperlinks in so you can like press the links and it'll just lead you straight to google maps and, um, and the site. booking and then like attach the tickets to the links and Google and all that stuff so I was doing that today so impressive <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good I know and I wanted to I wanted to print it out like professionally as well but I called the printers today and they was like they were like uh if you just want to print out this one book it's gonna cost you like $40 I'm like nah I'm not gonna pay that <laughs> so like I draw I just the line somewhere <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, um, this I'm invested, but I'm not gonna pay forty dollars for a freaking booklet. So, yeah. So, um, I got it printed at Office Works though, which was good enough. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited. Even has like, like little check boxes, so you can like put all your packing lists and stuff like that. Oh my god, you should actually make. I should sell it. A hundred percent. I know. I buy that. That's so good. Yeah, side hustle. Yeah. Side biz. Ring and veil and and pack and plane or something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I should do a wedding. I should do a wedding one. Hey, for planning. Yeah. Planning. I'm so here for it. That's awesome. That's it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and something else I wanted to talk to you guys about. You did a post recently 
It was actually in relation to a wedding that we had together about uh, one of the couples that you you bonded over neurodivergent annoyances. Were you happy to kind of chat on that? And any advice you give to people that yeah, maybe um, are neurodivergent planning their wedding or vendors um, that can be more inclusive of people that are neurodivergent? Yeah. Um. Well, for some background, people who probably don't know, um, I got diagnosed, officially diagnosed with um ASD, so autism, autism spectrum disorder. I think about two, over two years, maybe two and a half years ago. Um, so yeah, um, it's been a journey since then. But um, when I got diagnosed, I was still starting my business, and I realized like that I should just be myself and not and not try and be someone. And I felt like that that probably attracted a lot of people who are sim like a neurodivergent or like probably see well struggle with the same things that I do um yeah but I guess in terms of tips for people who are neurodiverse is to um find vendors who you can be comfortable with um so I feel like a lot of neurodiverse people probably struggle with anxiety and um and having just a mismanaged nervous system that's constantly under stress, you know, even if they didn't want to be. Um, so I feel finding finding vendors that you feel you can be yourself around, um, and you feel like you you're not gonna be judged, you know, by yeah, for sure. like just being who you are. Um, yeah. So I think that's a really important thing because that allows probably allows them to feel, or people like us to feel, like. We don't have to, um, I don't know, we don't have to tiptoe and and try and act proper. And if we, even if we say something silly, that's maybe a little bit out of, out of the ordinary social context, we're not going to be like, oh, that person's a little bit weird or something. Yeah. You um, want people in your corner that will just embrace yeah, it and help you feel comfortable. Probably. Exactly. You know, um, unapologetically just be yourself and enjoy it the way you would. Um, yeah, so I think that's probably why a lot of people that we end up booking are probably more or less on somewhere. On the <laughs> spectrum a little somewhere. bit of a quirk here and there, yeah. Um, but I think that's probably why we book, like, the couples that, that book us just really resonate and have fun with us because we're probably equally as weird in a, in, a, a, in a good way yeah in a good way yeah. I guess yeah oh, 100% like say we were random things here and there you know <laughs> so yeah I, I like to do that and also I think someone that understands how you feel when you're stressed and gives you space and time um and I try I, I try to do that with my couples as well just give them five ten minutes to to breathe or tell them if if you need me to stop taking photos, like, and you're getting a little bit like, too, like it's too much in my face, just tell me, and I'll like back off. Um, so yeah, it's just tiny things like that. Being people being more sensitive to someone's needs in that mental health regard, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's no, that's really um good advice. And can I ask, 
what because you said it was only what two years ago you were diagnosed what kind of led you to want to go and get diagnosed or to kind of suss out you know what was happening or why you felt just um, way? I think when I like because I took that year off you know um <clears throat> after quitting my job I took a year and a half off to help with like to get my mental health pretty much back on track when I left my job I was pretty like I guess depressed like clinically depressed so I took some time out and then when I came back like I went to see a psychologist and everything but when I I guess when I was ready to come back into the workforce I I felt like I was I didn't have depression anymore I guess I I stepped out of that that phase but even after stepping out, I always felt like, oh, I feel like something's a little bit off, you know, like I don't really know why I still struggle with like these kind of things. Um, yeah. And then I think one day randomly on Facebook, I saw this girl with autism. She was, she made like a random video about like what autism is. And I, at that point, I haven't had, I didn't know anything about autism. I didn't even know that it was a thing um because I grew up in a pretty traditional like Asian household and we don't really believe in like mental health disorders and illnesses um I was like oh my god that's like me <laughs> like <laughs> I was just like all of this is me is this like has, like this whole time is this just like wow autism so then I think from there I, I started to like you know search up steps and try and find out where I can get a diagnosis and all that um yeah so that was how it started and then it just went on from there yeah that must have been yeah a big sort of journey for both of you and I guess for Joe on your side have you learned different techniques or ways to you know better support Eve yeah, it it took a there was a bit of a learning curve, obviously, because at the beginning, because like when you when I hear autism, it looks completely different to me. But now I try and be more sensitive. I try and see her, um, because mostly um she there's a bit of a disconnect between her facial expressions and her words, so that they don't really align all that much. So I will have learned over time to pick that up be sensitive about it and not take it too seriously in a sense and I just try and be um put myself in her shoes so say we're out and about like lights are too much in the shops or music's too loud I try and check on her that kind of thing and make sure she's not overstimulated and also on wedding days I make sure she brings her earplugs as well so on the dance floor, obviously, as a photographer, you're in the middle of it all. So many sweaty people. <laughs> <laughs> um, like loud music as well, blinking, uh, strobing lights, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I just make sure I'm I'm just there for her pretty much. Yeah. But sometimes I forget my earplugs. So. Most of the time. Yeah, yeah. most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good because, like, since, the, like, learning about it and him, like, jobbing, you know, like us going through this journey and trying to work out how to work together with, you know, having autism as well. Um, I feel like then in a way, Joe helps me to learn a bit more, like like the communication side and the social side 
with like people because Joe's really good in that regard like he's just a generally a people person and I'm like leave me alone like, <laughs> I'm just yeah <laughs> noted noted <laughs> for next time we work together <laughs> yeah so like I think it's good because he's taught me like a lot about how to you know talk to people and how to connect to people and and stuff like social stuff like that and then we kind of teach each other things that we're not really good at pretty much oh that's so cute no that's really nice and I think it makes a good team as well because especially I can imagine for you going out say doing weddings by yourself if you're in one of those situations where you're not feeling 100% comfortable like having your hubby there for one would Mm. be amazing but also then he can like pick up on things maybe step in take over if needed for the moment or whatever it is it's, uh, we've done that once if um once or twice when she probably like catches a flu like on the wedding day i'd step in she's like babe can you just do the bridal party photos from here on out like, yeah or even just social stuff like sometimes if i'm doing like weddings back to back and like if like i've put too much like social and en- energy into like the wedding before that like sometimes i'll say hey babe can you like do more of like the talking today like with the people and and like because obviously with our jobs we try to talk to the couple and the people like bridesmaids just just to get everyone nice and loosen up and comfortable mm. um so sometimes if I'm like tired from the wedding before like I'll be like hey can you just run the show with the talking <laughs> and I'll just shoot and be creative for a bit and then I can take over like you know when I've recovered like maybe midway through the wedding or something um so yeah I think that's really good to have you know be able to just swap between each of us and whatever yeah. works. Yeah. Well, yeah. We cool. kind of just take the load where whoever is good at what, you know, will take it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. And I think, as you said, as well, communicating when you are feeling that way so that you can kind of resolve it. Because I can imagine if you don't communicate it, then it could kind of blow up in some other way, potentially. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Amazing. And so obviously you get to witness love on the regular. Uh, can you tell me what you've sort of learned about love from your couples over the years? You want that love takes a lot of work. It's not mostly, um, I, I want to say it's not all feeling. There's, there's, it's, it, it involves a lot of choice. And like over time, seeing all our couples like celebrate their love, it's like, um, I've lost my train of thought. You want to jump in? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, baby. Um, what what I've learned? I think I've learned a lot. Yeah. Like, I think one of the biggest things that I've kind of picked up this year is just to be kind to each other. Yeah. I think like when you, know, it's easy to do that at the start, but when you're together with your person for like what ten, twenty, thirty years. You know, you start really getting annoyed by the just them being annoying most days. <laughs> and I think that was a huge reminder for me this year was just like, just just be nice, you know, and be kind and be a nice person. And um, yeah, I've been trying to do that for us as for well, me and Joe, I guess. Yeah. Between me and him, he's I'm probably the less nicer um, one, <laughs> I think. So um yeah, so I think Joe's usually the nicer one between both of us. So I think that's one thing I've really been learning. And also that relationships is not 50-50. It's, 
it's whoever has the energy to put in, you you know, whatever. If you're at thirty, I'll do the seventy. You know that that. Someone picks yeah, up the slack. Basically, yeah. you know. That's so true. That, yeah, I, I heard things. um, Brene Brown did a talk on that recently, and it was yeah the whole of it's not fifty fifty. It's like hey, yeah. I'm gonna do seventy. I've got thirty today. And uh, I think yeah. she actually made the point, if you're both feeling it like a 20, then you need to kind of have a chat about what you're going to do. Because if you're both only at, you know, 20 energy level, yeah. then something's going to go back. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I love, I love, um, is it Brene? Brene yeah, I've, Brene. I've read a few, like a couple of her books this year and I love all her stuff. Um, but yeah, that's really true. I think we, even more so when we work together, that's something that, that we've picked up on. Um, because in work and you you add work to the mix of the relationship and there's like even more things that you have to do, you know? Oh, um, for sure. So yeah, that's one thing we've really learned to just pick up the slack and just be nice and be kind and just realize that maybe the other person is not having a good day. And Yeah, you know. for sure. And I think another thing I've like learned from my couples and even just myself as well is just remembering to still do something with your partner that's purely for fun because I think you go through the motions so much that you rarely have like really fun cute date nights like you did when you're first together and I think having that fun just pure joy is yeah key to kind of keeping that fun flirty flirtiness alive <laughs> <laughs> that's it like on wedding days we do we pull that sort of stuff as well so yeah, it was like some, some, uh, actually a few of nonsensical stuff. Like I rolled down a hill once because it's just. Because <laughs> I saw that actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very fun thing to do with our couples, but yeah, yeah, we we try and put those things in on the daily as much as possible. Yeah, I think try not to take life too seriously. At the end of the day, it's yeah. already hard as it is. You know, you might as well just have fun with it. Um, and yeah, like intentionally organizing date nights or like changing it up that's really important as well I think for us like we had to learn that you know we had to be intentional with the time that we put with each other because even though we're together all the time like that it's not the same as going out for a date night you know it's yeah like, sure and you can be complacent same. with that sometimes too exactly yeah. yeah so I'm like we're already together like 24 hours a day you know <laughs> like it's not oh thank you so much um both of you for having a chat with me and sharing so much of your personal and business information <laughs> it's been um you know really interesting hearing all about it and yeah you're just so delightful to chat to so to finish up obviously this podcast is the love buzz podcast all about that love buzz feeling how would you describe the love buzz for us you mean yeah for you like what does your love buzz mean to you or what's that feeling for you you can go i (laughs) I think i kind of display a love buzz um physically where i get all giddy and just like shake like i just like i don't know how to explain it but it's a very physical thing i think to me that's a love buzz yeah (laughs) how would you describe it um for me yeah I think for me, it's probably the opposite of him. I think love buzz is probably it's just in the everyday. I think the everyday things like where you don't have enough energy, but your other person's just there to 
to pick it up, you know, pick up what you can't handle and that consistency every day, having to live that, for me, that's a lot of us. It's the slow oh, burn, you know? The slow yeah. I love that. No, that's perfect. And I, that's, I think, the most unique answer I've had to that question so far. So thank you so much for sharing. Oh, perfect. Very nice. Yeah. Well done. Thanks, thanks for having us on. Yay. All right. Well, I will chat to you very soon. Have the best time on your honeymoon. And thanks again for the chat. Thanks. Thank we'll you see so you at much. the next wedding. Yay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know your thoughts on this episode, so please do me a favor and rate and review this podcast. On Spotify, you can give a star rating, so help sister out with a five-star review would be amazing. And if listening on Apple, you can leave a rating and a review. Also, I love to chat, so definitely come and say hey. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Ceremonies by Claire. And if you can do me a favor, take a screenshot and share to your stories. Let me know your favorite part or key takeaway. It would mean the absolute world. And don't forget to tag me when you do. Until next time, I hope you get some of that love buzz this week. Bye.